0: Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kroffs. All right,
1: friends, welcome to Political Coffee. This is uh, another day of talking about the politics of America, well, actually the world, but also of Oregon and how it impacts you all of that with an eye that you would be able to glean something and beneficial out of what we talk about and how we talk about it so that you can have persuasive conversations with persuadable people in your world. Because that is how we are going to go around and effectively defend our liberty against those marxists who would destroy it there's no bigger story than the leak of the draft of the supreme court that would overturn roe v wade you know this broke yesterday afternoon if you're just hearing this for the first time this is a big deal for a lot of reasons clearly a liberal person working as likely a law clerk. And If you listen to Laura Ingram talk about, in fact, Ted Cruz is on right now with um, Stuart Varney on Fox Business and his show talking about how bad this is for the integrity of the court. If you listened to Laura Ingram last night on her show, she covered this extensively. She clerked for Justice Clarence Thomas, so she knows this the procedures and how things work. Now, this is bad in a lot of ways. It destroys the integrity of the court. This has never happened before in the entire history of the US Supreme Court. But it was done strategically, and I will guarantee you if they, and there needs to be an investigation about exactly what happened here, but I guarantee you it was done with the full cooperation of the leftist leadership of Congress. Because you, it gets leaked, and then suddenly, immediately, gangs of pro-death, anti-life Democrat ghouls, as the Liberty Daily says, quickly converge on the court. And they already had banners and signs all made up. Now, you know, maybe they were thinking that They were going to have these things made up anyway, because it it doesn't take a uh, rocket scientist to figure out that the Supreme Court was telegraphing kind of the direction this thing was going to go with the Trump appointed judges. And there's a lot of interesting, you know, Pelosi and Schumer are howling and about all of this. They erected fences around the Supreme Court last night to protect against the Democrat domestic terrorists. It probably wouldn't be pro-lifers storming the court, would it? I wonder if they'll have a January 6th Inquisition Committee, you know, if in case that's what happens here. But this is bad on other things that affect your life. And I'll get into that in a moment. But I also want to know what you think about this. Also got to let you know, Jim Louder joins us at the bottom of this hour. He's a Republican candidate running in the primary for House District 22. That is this district that is the Hispanic district, as it was called, runs from Woodburn right down along I-5 and into uh, Northeast Salem. We'll talk with him at the bottom of the hour about all of these things. Um, There are some other things going on. There's a great article uh, in PJ Media about Judge Vance Day, uh, previously targeted by the woke mob, takes on woke culture in the new race. Then there's a story about how Roe versus Wade, how the Supreme Court leaked ruling, this draft, how it really impacts us in Oregon. We'll get into that. Uh, Oregon is among the top states vowing to exit Twitter. Good. The leftist idiots that dominate Twitter need to go bye-bye on their own. They choose to leave. I think that's a good thing. I might even come back to Twitter someday. Um, Chaos USA is the headline on Breitbart about this Supreme Court breach. And all of the things around that the Epoch Times has some interesting stories also, including one about subpoenas are being issued in the Georgia ballot trafficking investigation. Now, that's a big deal. This thing has got to be unraveled as to how they achieved the cheat, both in vote by mail, but also. In Ballot Stuffing, this new movie that is coming out, Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 Mules. Folks, it is irrefutable evidence that it puts in front of your eyes. Now, we'll find out where it's going to be shown around here. One of our uh, callers asked about that yesterday. Is it going to be in any of the movie theaters? I haven't heard that it's going to be in any of the movie theaters. But let's believe and let's pray that it will happen. Uh, And there'll be screenings of it. Uh, either in in large locations or or whatever we have to get to the bottom of what happened in the 2020 election so that we have in place the policies to stop it from happening again again with irrefutable evidence number 1 and number 2 is we also need to put in place the legal steps To stop it from happening again This is something that Republicans are woefully Inadequate at and they must Change it Believe me They gotta change it folks Because it's long overdue Republicans need To learn from The success that the Democrats have had in using the courts To promote Everything that they could Not get in legislation to advance their leftist agenda, which is exactly what they did in the 2020 election prior to. Republicans need to learn the lessons of 2020, and they need to do the same thing. They need to demand opportunities for Republican poll watchers, signature verification watchers to actually sit at the screen, each screen, instead of Multnomah County, where one Republican covers or even for that matter, one Democrat, 12 screens, which is impossible. You can't catch bad signatures and a whole host of other things. This has to be done in the courts. We have to win them, which gets me back to Vance Day. Why, I strongly urge you to vote for Judge Vance Day. We've got to start changing the courts. It's long overdue also. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line 503-589-1220. Five zero three We'll get to the phones in a moment. Um, there is other news out there from the state employee, who shall never be named, one of many that contact this show. Environmental groups condemned congressional candidate Democrat leftist Carrick Flynn's comments on the spotted owls in Timber Unity. And they went after him. The state employee's comments conclude the email saying this. Although Carrick in his ad claims that he is not like other politicians, it looks like he's finding out that with the Marxist radical environmentalist Democrats, there is no room for independent thought and much less sympathy for those hated Trump supporters. That's right. That's all about the challenge. It's all about the change. Now, we'll take a phone call in a moment here. I want to remind you, Freedom Heating and Air can take care of you not feeling so comfortable in your home or your business. That's what they do best, and they do it quickly. This is one of the ways that they built such a great business for almost 50 years here. They get out to your place very quickly, oftentimes before anybody else does. But they also have a great website that has a blog. They have DIY um, maintenance offer uh, kits. A lot of great information that will be helpful to you. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net, all one word. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Your thoughts. Welcome.
2: Boy, Jeff, we've got a long way into the negative, that's for sure, uh, with this leak thing. It concerns me deeply. In, yeah, it ain't good. Um, it ain't uh, good. That's, no, it's horrible. Let's remember what, what so, Chuckie...
1: So, so let, me, let, let me ask you a question. I I, I don't mean to, to knock you off your comments here, but in all seriousness, what, should the FBI get involved? Should the Chief Justice get involved? Should they do lie detector tests? Should they find out who did this and then what should happen to that person or person?
2: Okay, Jeff, well, the person should be fired immediately when they find out who it was. Uh, There's no doubt about that. Um, But anyways, back to my thought. Chucky Schumer stood in front of the federal court and threatened the justices. That's right. Uh, Well, and let me also say... Uh, they've erected an offense around the Supreme Court and I'm very very concerned on what's going to happen across our country now with Antifa the kind of things that they say say and do Uh, there could be riots in the street Jeff I mean this is definitely not good and uh, you know, it's it's horrible. But I did want to make more one more comment uh, about yesterday's interview with Bridget and her comments about a fellow Republican stating that maybe he faked that Antifa thing up in Portland. Uh, that was that, that was a horrible comment. First of all, well, I, I I don't I, you,
1: I, hang on a second. I, I don't I don't think she said that he faked it, but that it was kind of a campaign stunt, knowing that it, he publicized or it, a knowing stunt. that Antifa no, would come after him.
2: No, you're right. a campaign stunt. Well, that's so irresponsible. Stan had the right to go up there, and sure. and to uh, do that. What she should have said was. Antifa needs to be held accountable for their stuff, and and to accuse Stan of pulling a campaign stunt. No, he was doing what he had a legal right to do. He was campaigning in Portland, and he was attacked by Antifa, and those people should have been arrested and thrown in jail. Jeff. and would Bridge even to allude to it being a campaign stunt. It was, that was horrible. I don't want a governor that does that kind of garbage. Anyways. Well, I got to sure tell Jeff, you,
1: Art, it worked brilliantly because Steve was all over Fox News yesterday. Well. And
2: last night. Uh, I saw and, I several shows. Well, yeah. I would not doubt that, Jeff. Hey, God bless you, man. Pray for our country because yeah, this you, thing Art. is yes, going to blow up.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Pray for our country. Back in a month at 620. We are No one can tell us. We
0: Call Jeff now at 503 589 1220 That's 503 589 1220 Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is
1: 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. It's important to note some things about what this um, leak at the U.S. Supreme Court means for Oregon. There are some, I mean, besides destroying the integrity of the court, largely that's what this has done. It is an attempt and, and besides, the, this is all an, an attempt. Lars and I were, were texting about this last night. And, and I just, I don't name drop that to you, but you know, Lars is a really smart guy. Of all the people that I know in my life, he is the closest that I believe has a photographic memory. It's I mean, it's just stunning what this guy can remember. <laughs> anyway, he's a good friend, and we... Uh, we occasionally will text about you know, pretty monumental political things like this. And it's not just the fact, and I told him last night in the texting that this was an attempt to intimidate uh, one or more of the Republican-minded, conservative-minded, cons- constitutional conservative, constructionists, if you will, all the monikers you want to put on them. Members of the court that have already voted. It is likely that being reported, who knows, that John Roberts sided with the liberals on the court. That's probably about right. But it's an attempt to intimidate. That's the whole reason about putting fences up and the immediate. Within what could only be described as minutes, protesters showing up. Folks, all this was coordinated. You know it and I know it. It's also the goal to use it as a tool to push Congress, as it is today, under Democrat leftist control, to go ahead and pass packing the court so that they can pack the court with leftist justices, just like FDR wanted Okay. They're already talking about it. Congress has got to. Bernie Sanders says Congress has got to il, eliminate the filibuster, the Breitbart story. Now, Hillary alumni lauds the leaker, brave clerk in a last ditch, ditch hail Mary attempt to stop it. It's going to backfire, friends. But I got to tell you this. There's something else that this means for us in Oregon. I'm going to tell you right now it has to do with distraction. This is what I shared with Lars. This is an attempt by the Democrats. This is the only thing they have to stop the red tsunami this fall, folks. Believe me, this is all they have. They have nothing else. Just think about all the things, all the factors, according to the polls nationwide and right here in Oregon, that are causing people to look at electing a Republican governor, even a conservative. Or a Betsy Johnson. The only thing they have is to distract those swing voters' attention from inflation, from vaccine mandates, mask mandates. And just go right on down the line. All of those things. Only thing they have to distract attention from it is abortion. You see, they're going to use this to not only change the direction of the November 2022 election on the national scale, on the statewide scale, state by state, but they're going to use it at the school board level. Just as they are using racism for school board races, city council races. LGBTQ, again, kudos to Lebanon mayor, Paul Aziz, an old friend of mine for refusing to sign the the LGBTQ proclamation, kudos to him. Somebody stood up. They're using all of this to try to change the narrative and distract attention from disastrous Democrat policies and ideas. That people don't like. Letting Antifa run the streets. Of Portland. Not prosecuting violent offenders. From woke DA's. All of this. They want to distract. And change the narrative. To abortion rights. My prediction to you is they will go head on. And they're going to use it. Because the Democrats are very skillful at this. At the local level. Because they know, oh, all the energy is going to be about the governor's race in Oregon, right? No. They know they're about to get their rear ends kicked at the local level in just about everything. Because the same voters that are fed up with Antifa and high inflation and the Afghanistan debacle and Kate Brown's tyranny and vaccine mandates, those same people are now for the first time willing to consider voting for more conservative candidates at all levels. This is how they will try to distract you. Mark my words, expect abortion now to be tied in with LGBTQ and racist language constantly from the left. Back to Jim Lauder, common sense Republican running in.
0: bere I hate the on my face this day my through town to the river side they baptize talked times believe it celebrate stop the car we got to move call jeff now at 503-589-1220 That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Welcome back to Political Coffee. We will continue to talk about the big story of the day. And, of course, being the um, unprecedented leak of a U.S. Supreme Court opinion. What that means for Oregon, what that means for us at every level, including our elections. And in a moment, we're going to chat with Jim Louder, who's running, a Republican running for House District 22. His website is jim, the letter for Oregon.org. Jim for Oregon.org. Got to remind you, Pfeiffer Roofing is this great local. Roofing company that's been in business here since 1978, second generation family-owned. They take care of you and they keep you dry, and they do it with a lot of different options that can be beneficial to you. So, but if you're not dry in your home, you need to fix it and right away. The rains are not done, folks. To so give them a call, they'll come out and give you a free estimate about what it takes to fix your roof. Or maybe other options that might be available to you. 647-4725. Check out their website, which is PfeifferRoofing.com. Let me spell it for you. It's P F E I F E R Roofing.com. Jim Louder joins us. Jim, good morning. How are you this fine day? Good morning. What a fine day it is. Thanks, Jeff, for having Season me eight. on. Now, it's our it's our pleasure so the supreme court leak and this possible overturning of roe v wade has a lot of political implications this is all done i believe by design to impact the elections in november 2020 but i think they impact elections now in Oregon. i,
3: I agree jeff the um and in fact i am um, i was reading the uh, statesman journal article this morning i i uh, I'm, I'm outraged by the leak the um uh it's it's unprecedented it's just another sign of the political chaos and dysfunction we have among our governing elites um here in oregon and in the whole country and I, I i hope they figure it out and, and put a stop to it i i uh i don't think it'll have an immediate effect on our policies in oregon but i do think correct the, uh, well well it hasn't happened yet yeah Right. I mean, so so it's just a leak. So we don't know what's we don't know what the Supreme Court's actually going to rule. We don't know if uh, Chief Justice Roberts will join in with the majority or not.
1: Yeah, we're going to find out. Um, I don't trust him uh, ever since the Obamacare ruling. And I don't trust him on this issue there. Who knows at this point? But I believe it does. You're right. It does not have an impact on policy. In fact, there's an OPB story you can find on. Oregon Watchdog, and it's about how Roe v. Wade will impact Oregon. One of the things, Jim, and this is how you as a potential legislator can impact this. Oregon passed in uh, the Reproductive Health Equity Act of 2017, and this is kind of our own Roe versus Wade. It expands abortion, for lack of a better term, to people yeah. regardless of whether they're illegal immigrants or not. And it requires Oregon private health insurance plans to not only cover abortions, but they have to do it for free, no out-of-pocket costs. All of this is what Oregon has done because they believe that conservative Idaho is probably going to, if this court ruling returns the power to the state, they probably will make abortion illegal there. That's how Planned Parenthood has established a new abortion clinic in Ontario. So. How do you view your role as a legislator in dealing with these kinds of very deeply emotional cultural issues?
3: Well, in the first place, uh, my wife and I are deeply horrified at the concept of abortion. Um, uh, But as a legislator, uh, I I will, uh, here's the good news, the science is on our side for the people who are Um, pro-life. Once sonograms started hitting the market, the sentiment, the popular sentiment has swung. Maybe it hasn't reached out to, the, to Oregon entirely. But I also have to say that I respect the voters. I'm not going to, uh, uh, I don't think that, uh, I, I think there are changes we can make that are sensible that will be also, that we can reach a consensus on. Uh, I don't think we should be paying for out-of-state abortions, for example. I think that was a grave mistake. And I really strongly disagree with Governor Brown that abortion is a, is a healthcare issue. Uh, abortion is an issue of life having said that i respect uh the
1: voters and i think we have to yeah we do uh um, we had the opportunity to vote as a because the pro-life community got a petition on the ballot right uh, and didn't have the money to support it and the other side convinced oregon voters that right. it is wrong it, it did that rather that it's okay for taxpayers to pay for abortions. That issue's been yeah. settled, at least for the moment. So how do you think, I mean, if, if if this is really a once in a generational transformational political realignment election, like I think it is, yeah. and let's say the Oregon house goes, goes back to a tie like we did in 2010, right. mm-hmm. how would you vote on legislation? Having to do with Oregon's extremely liberal uh, abortion laws, which include allowing partial birth abortion in Oregon, which has been the practice here for a long time. How would you vote on that?
3: Well, I oppose partial birth abortion. I oppose. Uh, I oppose a lot of things. The. Uh, uh, but, I think that there's always another way. I don't think we can overturn. We're not about to overturn, uh, Oregon abortion laws. I think we have to respect the law. Number one, <clears throat> but the law is, uh, needs to be, uh, as a legislator, I'll be a, a lawmaker. So I think we have to maintain work really hard to maintain civil relationships with all my colleagues on the Republican side and the Democrat side to find, um, middle ground to find, uh, it's, it's not that we should compromise on life, but we don't have any choice and we don't want to. I don't want the Republicans, when we take charge of the Oregon legislature in this election, I don't want us to overplay our hand and create backlash like the Democrats have done on the national level and on the state level. They've done everything. They, they have some good ideas about some of the problems once in a while, meaning the Democrats and the liberals, um, but, but their solutions usually make things worse. I think we have to be sensible and rational and, and um, push where we can and find common ground where we can. And there will be place, opportunities to do so.
1: We're talking with Jim Louder. He's a Republican running for Republican nomination for House District 22. That is Woodburn down the I-5 corridor into uh, the Salem area. You can find his website learn more about him and his background at jimfororegon.org. That's Jim. The letter f- or the numeral four, Oregon.org. dot says here, uh, you're a member of the National Rifle Association. Military officers, you are a former uh, Navy officer. Is that correct?
3: Yes, sir. I'm a life member of the National Rifle Association. And I'm you're a also former Navy, law yeah, naval aviator. <laughs> well, oh in the, yeah, in the ah, naval aviator, Navy, huh? Yep, I flew. I flew in the Navy for years, and then the Navy, in its infinite wisdom, sent me to school and made me into a computer geek. But the um, uh, <laughs> the, the law enforcement piece is is uh, I, I was privileged to go to a, an FBI SWAT school uh, when I was a junior officer and serve as a SWAT team commander, and we did have uh, we did have some uh, some um, some law enforcement protests. Um, law enforcement responsibilities at the edge of the base where i was stationed so that's hmm. um, that was a small but interesting part of my career but i've enjoyed it all i think the most maybe the most interesting experience i've had aside from uh, my Navy adventures uh, is i was served as a jury foreman i was elected a foreman of a civil jury provided a great deal of insights on how to get along with people and how to how to find consensus and how to work to the right conclusion.
1: So, in the last couple of minutes we have left, <clears throat> what are the main issues that you're hearing from people as you're talking with them that you want to try to to change in Oregon?
3: Um, I'm getting an earful. I've never I've never experienced this much anger and interest um, in years. Uh, At the door, and small businesses are outraged that they got shut down while the big box stores got to stay open. Uh, Voters are outraged that their parental rights are being taken away, that inflation is killing their jobs and destroying their lives, destroying the middle class, destroying businesses. Um, The uh, public safety is an issue. Uh, As you may know, I'm not a fan of the Portland zombie apocalypse, uh, and neither is anyone outside of Portland. (laughs) And not many people inside of Portland are a fan of it either. Um, But over the course of my career, I've, uh, Jeff, I've, over the course of a long career, I've developed a set of special skills that will serve me well in the legislature.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, to use that language in that famous movie. Um, All right, so you're willing to work across the aisle, but are there lines in the sand that you're willing to literally walk out of the legislature over?
3: I couldn't predict what those would be, but I applaud what the legislature did recently when they, when the Republicans walked out, they did, they were given no choice. Um, I I uh, think that sometimes uh, you cannot die on every hill, but you must be willing to die on a hill somewhere, and there are plenty of issues. Um, uh, um, Middle class, I mean, jobs, parental rights, Constitution, the Constitution is worth dying for. I, I risked my life to defend it and protect it for uh, several years on active duty in the military. And as a civilian in Afghanistan, uh, so, yes, there are issues. I can't tell you what it would be now, The con- but they would center around the
1: Constitution. Jim, unfortunately, there's the music that means we're at the end of our interview. Wish you the best out there. Folks, check out his website. It's jim4oregon.org. Back in a moment at 648, that was Jim Louder, jim4oregon.org. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you.
0: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10
1: minutes till the top of the hour. Last segment for today, 503-589-1220 is the power of GMC talk line. If you want to comment on what you think the SCOTUS leak of the potential Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe versus Wade what that means for Oregon and as Jim pointed out not necessarily for Oregon policy but frankly for the politics of this state especially in the primaries that's a little late because a lot of people have already voted although this week of course many of you are still just receiving your ballots uh, and that's why we are pushing so hard To have as many candidates on as possible So you get a chance to hear what they say And, and maybe help help make up your mind 503-589-1220 Is that power Buick GMC talk line 503-589-1220 Emails to Jeff at a.m. Or Jeff at News. Like the one I got from Julie about Bridget, There's was interview yesterday with Bridget Barton running for governor. Bridget, she said, came across as supercilious when she commented about the demonstration in Portland. Unknowingly or not, Stan Pulliam showed he was willing to appear in public as a Republican candidate in Portland. He told people what was going on in Portland. Bridget said, and I agree with her, she does not like to go to Portland. This was a case of saying something common sense with a senseless attitude. This is a situation where I do not have a dog in the fight. Regarding the Supreme Court, the Demo Rats want to codify abortion. This is an open door to their scaled eyes. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon, for sure. Rosalie writes an email about Stan. Because of the report of his reaction to the Dorchester poll, I'm convinced this was a stunt. He's not an honorable candidate because he's lied about his support of President Trump. He stated several times that Trump was totally responsible for January 6th when, when at his intro rallies, he was not forthcoming about his personal life when he was interviewed at the Marion County Screening Committee. That's Rosalie's thoughts. The Hemp and CBD Outlet is the um, is the website of Pro Bioscience. They've changed their website. It's Hemp and CBD Outlet all one word dot com. If you go there, you can um, look at all of the great products that they have, and these are products that. Can make your life better. I know because I use them. I grew, as many of you know, as a fifth generation farmer, I grew hemp for one year, sold my CBD oil to these folks. They use only CBD oil purchased from Oregon. The CBD products purchased only from Oregon. And the benefit of that to you is you know you're getting the highest quality product there is because I will tell you as a grower that Oregon has the toughest standards that you have to meet as a grower. Toughest standards in the whole country, by far. You can be assured you're getting a great product. Go to hempandcbdoutlet.com, hempandcbdoutlet.com. I believe something is importantly in play here. There are some candidates in the Republican primary for governor and other um, offices that are not pro-life. They believe in the right to kill a baby in the womb. In fact, I think some of them would be willing to accept the idea that it's okay to kill the baby as it is exiting the womb and be being born. You see, they're unwilling to stand against any restrictions against abortion. That bothers me, and it bothers me a lot. It ought to bother you. One of the ways that we can fight against that is I'm going to invite you to join me this Thursday at the Capitol in Salem at noon. It's the National Day of Prayer. Our country and our state and our local communities, including Portland, including our governor, including the Democrats who run the Oregon legislature, they need a lot of prayer, folks. The people running for office in Oregon at every level need your prayers. We're gonna talk to tomorrow, Amber Richardson. You hear her advertise on the show. She's from Southern Oregon, she's running for governor. We're gonna talk with her tomorrow, get an opportunity. If you're still kind of figuring out who it is that you wanna vote for governor, you should wait to hear from her, I think. On Thursday, we will hear from Julie Hoy, who's running for Salem City Council. We're gonna talk to her early on Thursday You get a chance to hear what is in her heart about why she wants to serve you on the Salem City Council. She needs your prayers. And then also on Thursday morning, we're gonna talk to Bob Tiernan, another Republican running for the nomination to become governor of the state. You need to pray for him. Friday, we will talk to Beth Jones, Republican running in my old seat, You need to pray for her. Prayer is an important thing, and our governmental leaders need your prayers because they do make a difference. And and I'm going to tell you right now that joining us on the Capitol Mall this Thursday, National Day of Prayer at noon. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be praying for government. And yes, we need to pray for Kate Brown. We need to pray for Tina Kotek, Dan Rayfield, who's the Speaker of the House, Peter Courtney. We need to pray for the Republicans running in the House and the Senate caucuses, Tim Canope on the Senate side, Vicki Brees-Iverson on the House side. We need to pray for all of these people. We need to pray for the guy who inhabits the White House, Joe Biden. You need to pray for the Supreme Court. Prayer works, folks. Today is the national day of prayer. You know, there's the morning or there's the noonday event. And then there's an evening event also need you to, to come and join us. Be a part of taking a stand as our liberty allows us to do, taking a stand for what we know to be right. So come and join me this Thursday at the Capitol at noon. I want to remind you, there's also a guy of prayer who has a business and he advertises on this show and on the station. It's Eric Azer, Righteous Renovation. He's a man of faith and he does live it. Now he treats you as a customer. Go to his website. Righteousrenovations.com, righteousrenovations.com. Ronnie, unfortunately, we're at the end of the show. Can't take your call. Call in tomorrow. We talk to you. Thanks for joining us, friends. Keep fighting for everything you believe. Keep right. praying. See you tomorrow.